Welcome to Unchenu and Strength Podcast. This is a podcast to help new and aspiring entrepreneurs get your business off the ground with simple, easy, and effective mindset and business strategies. I am your host, Maria C. Krause. I love music, and I'm fully aware that I can't sing, but I do it anyways. It's the little things in life that spark my soul. I'm fascinated with the deep blue of the sky, the stars, and the moon, and I also love ice cream, tons of it. In this podcast, I bring special guests from all over the world, from different backgrounds and niches of expertise, who share their unique story and their most valuable tools, tips, and strategies to help you become more successful in all areas of your life. We cover everything from branding, mindset tools, Facebook ads, how to start a podcast, how to build a Facebook group, you name it. We're here to help you and empower you to build a life and business you always dreamed of. Enjoy this week's episode. level this year. Learn to create content that attracts your ideal clients with ease and flow. Let go of mindset blocks and all beliefs that are no longer aligned to the women you are. Hit consistent five-figure months while running a soulful business. And how about creating an ideal balance between your life and your business where you no longer have to hustle or work thousands of hours to achieve the results you desire? Take your business to the next level is an exclusive one-to-one mentoring and coaching program designed for the woman who is tired of hiding and is ready to step into her full authentic power. With Take Your Business to the Next Level, you will learn how to implement easy, simple, and effective mindset tools and business strategies designed exclusively for you and your business. Say goodbye to this crazy year on a high, doing a happy, happy dance to your favorite tune. For more info on how I can help you take your business to the next level, keep an eye on your inbox or check the link in this podcast to book a free strategy call and start planning your next steps for success. Looking forward to meeting you, lovey. See you soon. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Unchained and the Strength Podcast. And this week's guest, I have the lovely Christine Schwartz. Hi, Christine. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm delighted to have you on board, Lovey. We had a conversation last week, and uh, Christine talked with me a little bit about herself, and I thought she'd be a great fit for this podcast. She is a business consultant and a coach strategist. Christine, would you tell us a little bit more about yourself so everybody can get to know you? Yes, thank you so much. Um, Okay, so I'm Christine Schwartz. I own the business Reinvent Your Hustle, and Essentially, my goal is to help individuals get clarity and direction, right? So build that confidence, build that clarity so that they can create epic roadmaps for their business. Um, So my background, where I came from, I live in Duluth, Minnesota. So pretty much the tundra right next to Canada, (laughs) the top of Minnesota. And, and, uh, And I love it. So I went to school here and graduated ended up um, working for a media company. And then I found this corporate position that sounded amazing. And so I worked for this corporate retailer. And in doing so, I kept trying to, to move my way up the up, up, up and up, right? So I kept trying to promote myself. And in doing so, it felt as though I kept hitting blocks every single time, right? So I went back to school and and when they wouldn't promote me, I'd promote myself. I'd figure out a way to get myself a raise. And one of my my mentors once told me, 
if you keep your position for longer than three years, you're going to be stale. It's going to get old. Oh my God, that is so true. (laughs) It is. So I, that was my goal. I took that, I took that to heart and I just decided, okay, every three years I need to keep moving. Mm -hmm. I need to keep growing. I need to keep changing. So I went back to school and I, in that time frame, I took another position in the company because there wasn't room for growth where I was at. And I was working as a business analyst, implementing projects in a conglomerate, uh, so billion dollar company and working with VPs and all of that. And, and when the time came that I graduated, they wouldn't promote me they because wouldn't. their what retail grad- wasn't doing. And Christine, what did you graduate? What do you want back to school for? What, what did you yes, study? Yes, yes. I went, I went to go get my, I got a double master. So I did my MBA in project management oh. and my master's in arts and management for organizational leadership. Wow. And how long yeah. did that take you? How long? Because you were studying uh, and you were going, you were studying at the same time as you were still working, trying to get that promotion. Yep. Working full time, working full time. So it took me a couple of years. I would say about two and a half years or so. Um, and I ended up doing my capstone in Cuba. So that was pretty amazing too, wow. right? When, right after the U.S. had opened up. So that was, that was a pretty cool, pretty cool experience. But all aside. <laughs> <laughs> so when I graduated, I was like, all right, well, it's time to pay off those loans. So I better, I better get a raise. It's time for that raise. And uh, retail wasn't doing so hot. And I said, sorry, you know, in this position, we just, we don't have room to, for a promotion. So I said, well, fine then. And I took another position, went back to my, my, it's, it's the same conglomerate, but it has different brands underneath it. So I went mm-hmm. back to my old company and I was, I became their marketing manager. And so worked to manage both loyalty programs and credit and, that did that for a couple of years and it was going great and I loved it because there's this strategy piece. Loyalty touches every single person when you think about everybody has a million different loyalty programs, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so it touches every single person. And so just really understanding the data and digging into how can we acquire more customers and retain customers, etc. And so everything was going great. We revamped the loyalty program and then Christine. I got laid off. Okay, yeah. I was going to ask you, just before you said that, I was going to ask you, all those times that you were trying to get the promotion and you weren't getting it, what was the reasons that were giving you? And how did you feel? Uh, that's, a good, that's a good question. So I think we all go through this where there's a learning curve, right? So when I was in the first position at Marisa or at my old company, the, I was an executive assistant. And so I didn't have a specialty within the company to move into. And so that was part of the reason. So I ended up transitioning to a business analyst role just because I had so much information across multiple spaces. Mm-hmm. And so because I didn't have that specialty, there wasn't room to move. And then once I was in the business analyst role, the reason was that retail, financially, retail wasn't doing so good. So they weren't looking to promote anyone okay. at that time. So I had to take a different position. And then once I was in that particular position, then I got laid off. Wow. And when I got laid off, if, if anyone's been out there who's listening, has, if anyone's been laid off, my heart is with you. Because yep. When you put your everything into a company and you work your butt off, right? And then it just gets ripped out without you realizing what just happened to me. Like, it, it is devastating. And so at which point I have, 
I had uh, a little pity party for myself and I decided, pick up your bootstraps and you're going to start your own business because you can get through this. And if you can work with billion dollar companies and align VPs at the highest level, you can work with small business owners and make a huge impact on them. You can tell them everything that you know, you can help save them money, you can help them grow their businesses. So get over yourself, use that growth mindset, learn and, and start to grow. And that's what I did. So that's where Reinvent Your Hustle started. And Christine, when you, when you decided to start your business, were you about already, like, were you checking it already was something that was popping up on you you know how like sometimes when we're ready the upper we see the opportunities that are in front of us as in they might have been there this whole time but we don't see them and then suddenly you're like yeah. oh okay oh oh she's doing that or you know not in comparison but you're you're checking people that you're like oh am i might you know that you kind of start following and stuff like that so in that mm -hmm. moment what was it for you that it was like what was it that aha moment that you're like okay i'm gonna start my business you know what was it that well, it's interesting how the universe aligns, right? I, um, I have been asked by a former mentor if I wanted to consult. And, and this was when I was still in the position. And I said, mm -hmm. yeah, that sounds really interesting to me, but I would need to make sure, you know, I'm not going to leave a well-paying job to go consult if it's not going to be financially lucrative. So I said, okay, this sounds really interesting. So we started exploring it and this was prior to, and then once I was let go, I just decided that's it. Like that was the lesson I was supposed to learn. I was listening to the different avenues of people making recommendations and this is where I could focus. Mm -hmm. and, and for me, I wasn't sure exactly what I wanted to do with the business. I just knew that I wanted to impact people. I wanted to impact people in my position, my situation. So I just started blogging and building authority in my space and just talking about the things that I knew could help other people. And so that was a really, really great step at the start of the business. And then I just started gathering information, gather, gather, yeah. info, gather, <laughs> right? Um, and turn, and turn into a sponge, don't you? Why exactly, you start exactly. <laughs> I'm listening to podcasts every day. I'm like, I'm on my computer. It's almost like, almost like owning your own business you just you want to keep working you want to like mm -hmm. listening to a podcast is not working for me it's entertainment and as I'm <laughs> getting better at my craft it's it's beneficial so um so yeah that's how that's how reinvent your hustle came to be and truly it's it's a very very owning a business is a very difficult process right and no one gave me a roadmap yep. <laughs> and I said to myself, well, that's it. Like, because no one gave me a roadmap, I am going to create one. I'm going to create one for people that are in my position or in a similar state. I decided I want to work with females, you know, and figuring that out too is not easy. Like figuring out who do I want to work with? Yep. What does that target customer look like? Mm -hmm. And so building a roadmap for people in my position to make things go two years faster instead of DIYing your brand all the way along. Yeah. That's, that's why I decided what I want. I decided to build Reinvent Your Strategy, which is the program that I work with my clients on today. That's awesome, Christine. Because you said it, it's like it's so hard at the beginning, especially when you have it, like you have that vision and you're like, I want to make that bigger impact. And then you're like, okay, but who to? Okay. And then suddenly you're like, you want to help everybody and their mother. 
<laughs> you and you can't. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like you're just one person with one business and you're like, okay, well, I have to start step by step. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs get stuck there at the beginning. Um, I, I, like, I did personally, like for a while, I was like, who's your ideal client? I'm like, uh, the, the, <laughs> I will stutter. Well, it's scary. It's scary too, because when you're just starting out, you don't want to alienate an audience. You want mm-hmm. to make sure that you're getting as many people as possible, but what you, what you need to let go of is that, that fixed mindset that if I, I, uh, keep my marketing to attract everyone, I'm actually going to get no one. Who is it? Like Tim Ferriss said, I'd rather have a thousand raving fans than a hundred thousand somewhat, you know, people that somewhat like me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because a thousand people, those thousand people are going to be in your court. They're going to trust you. They're going to talk about you. They're yeah. going to refer for you. Yeah. Uh, and that's what you have to, that's what you have to narrow in on is being okay with letting go and, and really niching in so that those people can understand that you're the best in what you do. It's, it's very important that you say that because I see that a lot of people, I don't know if it happens to you, Christine, I'm sure it does, or anybody who's online, like, you know, you get friends requests and then they invite you automatically to their Facebook group because they want to bump up those numbers in the Facebook group without even checking if you were be ideal for them, you know, or, mm-hmm. or either way, because sometimes it's, it's that what it is. Not everybody's your cup of tea. Nobody's your, no, everybody's your ideal client. So when you niche down, mm-hmm. it's important that, as you said, bring in those people that are actually, you're going to engage and they're going to engage with you because you can have a thousand people or 20,000 people in your group, but if nobody's saying anything, what's the point of having a group like that? Exactly. Exactly. So I, I think too, you know, another way to do that, and now we're getting, now we're getting out there, but another <laughs> way to do that is when you put an offer out there, whether it's a free offer and then people say, yes, that's me. I want to participate. Mm-hmm. Now you have people that are showing interest and they're a warm audience rather than just spamming everyone out there and and just because you met them, like assuming that they're your target audience because they aren't necessarily. So how do you test those waters? You put something out there and then you see who gravitates to you, right? Mm Yeah, exactly. Well, like, you know, because it is some people like will approach you a lot of business consultants or business coaches will approach you like, oh, do you want to earn X, X and X? And it's always like, you know, this huge amount of money for some people that when you're just getting started, it can be scary as fuck. Like you're talking about making six figures. It's like, hold up. I haven't even made two. You know what I mean? Exactly. I haven't even made like a grand of my business. That's where I struggle with all of those individuals that want to put out there, well, you can make six figures in your business, but I need the roadmap starting right now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. When, sometimes when they say six figures, it's so conceptual and out there that it doesn't even feel achievable. Yeah. And so that's what's really important too. When people are looking for a coach or someone to help them along their journey, like having people meet you where you are. And yes, that's a goal. I mean, everybody wants to make money and be successful, but how do you get to, how do you get to two figures? How do you get to three? Right. Right. What's yeah, the next step? Exactly. And, and yeah. breaking it down into small pieces rather than just like jumping from here all the way to the moon. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. It only well, happens like, to a couple of people. Exactly. Well, like it's great to have those goals and want more, but it's also, you know, it, it can be daunting. And when you don't reach them, then it's just like your mindset just goes in this complete 
black hole and you're like, okay. And you, you know, you go like, oh, how come I didn't if I follow everything that I've been told? And the truth is like, sometimes you have to go through other steps before getting there. And that's exactly. where, you know. And Christine, you yep. help, you, when, you, when you lost your job and everything, because this is how you all started, right? And you went on that, okay, pity party. And then you're like, okay, let's change this stuff, okay? <laughs> yep. Over it, let John dust it. So you're huge into working with mindset. And T- tell us a little bit more how you help your clients. What is it? How, wh- what is it you, for you in the ratio of like, let's say business strategies and mindset, you know, it's that 80, 20, 60, 40, 30, 70, 50, 50. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a really good question. So when I work with my clients, what I do is I make sure in every piece of my program, there's a mindset conversation. So I have videos recorded, things like that, but I always bring it up in our conversation because they need to know, the blocks that are going to come up. And then the goal for them is once you're aware of what triggers you, and once you're aware of the different problems that may occur, then you can rewrite your response. So mindset, as far as a percentage, I mean, I think it's actually, that's a hard one. I mean, I'm going to go with (laughs) 50-50 because you need the tools and the knowledge, but you also need to have a persistent growth mindset to be able to put you into the frame of mind to continue to work toward it because there's going to be blocks that hit you from all different angles. So uh, I, I definitely think it's important to have the tools and the path and the roadmap, but you also have to have the ambition and the growth mindset and be able to rewrite your beliefs and rewrite your responses so that you can accelerate and take the next step. So that being said, so what I I do is I work with people on vision. Most of the time, that's how it all starts, unless they're super solid in their foundation. And most of the time when I see clients, they're not. (laughs) They're not. So So we say, okay, for you... Sometimes people think of vision and they look at it, whether it's from a strategic planning perspective or they look at it from, well, I don't need to get clear on that. That's not my first step. You know, I need to work on my email list. I need to work on my opt-in. When in reality, what I always say to my clients is when you get super solid on your vision, when you get super solid on your foundations and where you want to go, then the strategy becomes way easier. Then all the steps fall into place. And so we start working on vision because that's how it all starts. Getting clarity on where you want to go, both personally and professionally, is one of the most important pieces in your business. And it's going to make every other step fall into place easier and flow more abundantly. Well, it gives you, like, when you start seeing the very vision, it's like you start, your whole body just goes into this. No, I get like goosebumps just thinking about it sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and it's so important that, that each of us, as we start our journey, it's so hard, right? Because you are so close to it. Sometimes it's so close and in your mm-hmm. face that it's hard to step back and look at it from a bigger picture. And it's so exciting because the opportunities are endless. And sometimes people think I was talking to a photographer the other day and she said, well, you know, my goal is just to get booked out by September. I want all of my clients. I want all of my bookings to be booked out by September. And I said, that's great. That's great. So now tell me about your Facebook group. It sounds like you're growing your Facebook group and, and it's grown exponentially. 
Have you ever thought about traveling? Have you thought about, you know, what does your business look like in five years? Are you only traveling for work? And all of a sudden, all of these things started clicking in her head. And I saw the aha moments and she just got so excited to think about what do I really want my business to be in five years, mm -hmm. 10 years? What do I want it to look like? And what's my ideal lifestyle? And so that being said, sometimes people just need other people to pull those things out of you because yes. you're so close. Yeah. So that, that's part of the process. Um, so I would be happy if you'd be willing, I'd be happy to tell, to talk your, your I'm listeners like, through this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you caught me so <laughs> guard there. This is not prepared, <laughs> but I am love willing, it. so willing to do, cause I love this. <laughs> I did a vision board about two years ago, Christine, and it was like my, my next five years, five, the next five years of my life. So that was it. I grabbed one of those big blocks. You know, it was like this blocks and it was like 4A, big 4A. The big one is 4A, right? And yeah, I yeah. those ones and I put all these pictures and everything. And it's like slowly but surely some of the things are showing. You know, they're coming up and I'm like, okay, I don't have it with me because I left it in Dublin and I'm in Argentina at the moment. But I wish I had it there in front of me because I can actually see it. And I'm like, all right, in which page am I? <laughs> you know? and so Yes, and visualize <laughs> against it. I love that. And I love that you say something things are coming true because that's just so excited. Like when you have it in front of you, you start to work towards it, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And the same thing goes when you talk about it, you, you start to work towards it, mm -hmm. right? Excuse me. Um, so so yeah. what I see most of the time is that people get wrapped up in the practical, right? And what they tangibly see, what is their current state? Like this is, this is, what I'm doing, this is the place I'm in and that's how it's going to be, or that's not necessarily feasible. So I help them become more emotionally in tune with their ideas because if they keep that practical mindset, they're going to stay small. They're going to dream small, right? And it's not our fault because we want to stay safe. Our minds want us to stay mm -hmm. safe away from risk and, you know, that fight or flight response. So I always tell my clients to make sure that they when they start to start this process, your first step would be to block off two solid hours. So blocking off two solid hours where it's not interrupted, not even the dog, <laughs> not even the dog because they always want to walk or they need something, but no kiddos, no husband, no wife, no, no, no one, no, no one. So uninterrupted working time that they get super introspective and really plan out a good writing session. That's the goal, right? So this three-step process, what we do is we start by getting clear on you and then we transition into getting clear on your business. And then finally we walk through how to get, how to live into that vision while you're working to achieve it, right? Because it's, it's a process. So the end goal here is to ingrain this vision into your daily life so that it comes, becomes second nature. So once we, once you dive in, you've got your two, two hours, right, uh, of working time. And, and I have a blog. I'll send you the blog link mm -hmm. so that your users can go through this process. Um, but once you're ready, you are going to dive into a series of questions. So here's some of the questions that I would, I would ask uh, the listeners to answer for themselves. So getting first step is getting introspective on you. Because once you know about you, then you can talk about your business. So what are the values that you carry with you every single day? What are those beliefs that make you you? 
And that's really important because that's how you present yourself to the world. That's what truly is ingrained in you at your heart. And, and knowing those things and becoming self-aware is where you're going to then make the right decisions for your future. So from there, next up, name the top five most important things in your life. So knowing what are those things in my life that I cannot live without and how are they ordered? Then it's, then this one's really important. Where do you picture yourself living in the next five or even 10 years? And you get to choose timeline is but where do you want to live because where you want to live can determine a lot of things right if you have a brick and mortar store or if you're going to be working online if you're working remote if you're you know what your location is going to be are you going to be in multiple places mm -hmm. like you get to decide that but where do you picture yourself living and so that's why it takes a little bit of time to think about these things what does the perfect day and five years look like for you from start to finish. And you may have heard this before. There's a really good, there's a really good podcast with Tim Ferriss and Debbie Millman, and she does a great job talking through this exercise. But essentially what you're going to do is you're going to say from start to finish. So from the time that you open up your eyes to the time that you turn and put your feet on the floor, what, it, what are your feet touching? Is it hardwood? Is it plush carpet? Is it... What does it feel like? What are the sounds that you're hearing? Do you have kids jumping on you in the morning? Is there sunlight coming through a picture window? What does that look like for you? Because as you start to envision these things, you get a real idea of what does my perfect day look like? You know, am I, is the coffee already made? <laughs> am I going to grab my cup of coffee and I have a frother and it just tastes so good and then it's a sunny day and I can hear the waves crashing on the shore. Like those are the types of things. Are you working? Because maybe you are. Maybe you only have a couple days of work uh, a week and that perfect day you only work for an hour and you get some time to, to digress and, and then breakfast is made for you. Like you tell us what it looks like. <laughs> And that way you can start to envision, okay, what, is, what does reality look like? What could it look like? And you list out all those details. How does it feel? Where are you? What does life look like? And then we transition into their business. So step two. So for this piece, I'm going to ask a couple of questions. So the first one, what is it that you would love, not like, what would you love to create for your business? And then secondly, what is the impact that you want to make in the world? And this that's one's very, a big one. This yeah, that's a huge one, Christine. Because I think a lot of people, when they, you ask them about what, what they want from their business, is usually, I want, let's say, I want to empower, I want to help X amount of women or X amount of people. And in reality, sometimes what the impact that we want, and it's not selfish at all, it's something that we want to create, you know, mm -hmm. that is, you know, that is for us as well. And, and I think a lot of people are afraid of saying that. I agree with you. I think sometimes people feel selfish when they say that they want to create, they want to create a business that impacts others, but also allows them to live a life of, um, you know, where they don't have to worry about money. And that that's okay. Yeah. But I think too, a lot of people will start out and they may say, I just want to run a business so I can make money and work from home. And that's fine too. That's fine, but yeah. What you'll, find, what you'll find eventually is there has to be a greater purpose. 
There has to be a greater purpose because if you're only working for yourself, you're not, there's a fulfillment, right? And maybe that fulfillment is, I feel like I am 100% creating a product or creating a service that other people will enjoy or that it's going to bring them joy or it's going to help them sort through their issues or it's going to like, what is the impact you want to leave on the world? And I think a lot of the times you may not know that right away and that's okay. But like to keep pushing to figure that out, it took me a long time. I don't know about you. I, I figured it out. I just didn't know how to, so I thought I had to go through all the steps before getting there. You know, I always wanted to do something for children or like, you know, something for women that, you know, in the early stages when they, they don't have the funds. Because I have, a, mm-hmm. I, this is a lot of people, a lot of people don't have the money and they have big dreams and they don't have it. And even they try sometimes hard, the circumstances they find themselves around is, are, are not, you know, are not helpful either. So that was always mm-hmm. one bigger mission, you know, that I try to help those people that are in the early stages of their business or kids, like, you know, they don't have the, they don't have money. Uh, but that is, that is the impact I want to leave. I want to eventually, you know, build schools or build like academies, even if they're online for, you know, for women that I don't have that. to start their business. But That's it always, amazing. you know, that was always been in my head, but it was always also, I was petrified of saying, Christina, I was like, okay, how, why, how somebody like me, that was my thought, how somebody like me can think about doing something like that. I'm not Mother Teresa. I'm not like, I've done a lot of mistakes in my life. That, you don't you know, need to be because you could impact one person and that person. Absolutely. Exactly. So it was just, but you know, there was always that, you know, that afterthought of like, okay, what makes me think that I can actually reach out there and do that for somebody, yeah. you know? So. Yeah. <clears throat> And that's a great, you know, that brings up a really great point. I think a lot of times people feel as though this is too heavy of a question. But what I would challenge you to think about is that the impact that you could be creating could be on one person and that person could go out and it's a domino effect. So don't, just because you own a cleaning business doesn't mean that that cleaning business can't impact someone and change somebody else's life. So you have to think about the domino effect of different scenarios that can come your way just by creating something new and beautiful mm-hmm. or recreating something old, whatever that is you're doing. Um, it's funny you say that because I think in the back of my head, like your vision is to help people create schools, whatever it might be, helping women who don't have money. Um, for me, after going through that layoff experience, I definitely decided, you know, I watched women working their way up the chain. And every time a woman said something, fine, whatever. But when a man said something, oh yeah, they were respected. And mm-hmm. they, were, they were so, like it was so great of them to say that. But when a woman said it or asked for a raise or put themselves out there, I continued to see, well, she's really putting, don't you think she's overstepping? So a man can ask for a raise or a man, you know, so for me, it's about female empowerment and, and really helping, helping people realize that they can go after and get what they want. It doesn't matter if you're a man, woman, black, white, Latino, it does not matter. Yeah. You are created in that you're able to ask for what you want. You're able to pursue what you want, whatever you have to design what that vision is and what those goals are and you will get there. 
Um, I love that. So anyway. I love it. Because, I mean, you know, like you say, it's like for a lot of women as well, when you get there, no wonder why your confidence goes to shit at some point. Exactly. You know? and, and it's that. You went back to school just to get the little extra to show them, like, hey, I'm going to bring you something else here so you can give me that promotion. And then you still get denied, you know, and like they still move you around. And whatever it is, I think situations happen as well. But, you know, you, you feel like that. You're like, okay, I'm giving you my all. Like, I'm giving you everything I got. And you're still telling me no, you know. And not only that, it's like women, I don't know, in your company was like that, but like some women get paid less than men do, mm-hmm. doing the same job, you know? And it's mm-hmm. like, why? Why? Just give them one, There's no reason whatsoever why we should get paid less than a man. Oh, exactly. So, so exactly. So we, we have a lot to overcome. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot to overcome. But that's the point, right? So we all have to have goals. We all have to figure out what that impact's going to be for us. And, and it, you may not, as a new entrepreneur, come up with that right away. And that's okay. But mm-hmm. I think, too, as you start to talk to people, as you start to notice and bring greater self-awareness to those things that you feel passionate about, that's where you're going to start to understand, okay, this is where I want to take it. This was, would be my 10-year plan. This is my yeah. five-year plan. You, know? and you don't have okay. to feel silly for it either. Yeah, and you say it's okay to change it because obviously, like when you started your business, you're going to start growing as well. So things are not going to be the same as they were a year ago. So your vision might be bigger. Your vision might have completely changed. Even your ideal clients might have completely changed just when you first start, and and that's that's okay. Exactly, exactly. So on that note, so I'm going to continue. There's a couple more questions in the biz that I asked relating Mm -hmm. to your business. So. If that, if you continued on the path that you're on right now, would you be truly happy? And I think that this is a really important question because there's a lot of us that start businesses or start on a journey and we pursue a path because we feel that we have to, because it's what we know, because it's what uh, our background is in. Or it's because someone agreed with us and we appreciate their opinion. There's so many different reasons. But like, if you're continuing on the path that you're on right now, would you be truly happy? Or is there something that needs to change? And then what's the one thing that you truly give a shit about in your business? And like, be honest with yourself. What is it that you truly give a shit about? So... That being said, and I know we talked about this before, I did create a five-minute guided meditation, vision meditation. Mm-hmm. So your listeners can go through this on their own, um, and they can those that are seeking clarity can take those five minutes away from everything, away from us, away from everything, <laughs> and be able to listen and, and really journal in and write down their thoughts, uh, listen to their intuition. And I think that's one of the biggest pieces is that sometimes we don't realize that our intuition is the one that's tapping on us on the shoulder. And if we're not listening, if we're not paying attention, then we continue on the journey we're on and it's going to try to keep, eventually it'll get through, but like try to be more in tune with what your, what your mind is actually telling you. And if it's telling you one way or another, you have to listen to it. I think I realized this happened to me. I was listening to a vision meditation and I realized, holy shit, I didn't know I wanted that. But because (laughs) I allowed myself to have 10 minutes in my own mind instead of of always letting my mind race, like Mm -hmm. calming my mind. 
And listening to this vision meditation, I started bawling because I was like, I didn't know I actually wanted that. I didn't know. <laughs> and I was so, whether, you know, I let go of feeling scared or feeling ashamed or feeling like I would be judged. And when you do that, amazing things happen. Absolutely. So that's the other piece. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. And Christine, thank you so much for sharing that meditation with us. As I'm going to drop all this, all the links and everything on the podcast uh, so you can um, reach out to Christine. Well, Christine, before we wrap up, I want to hear what is your vision for the next five years? What is My the biggest one? Yes. <laughs> wow. Well, the biggest one is, is in 10 years, is in 10 years. But I feel that I really want to, I want to get on stage. I want to speak. I want, to, I want to get on stage. I want to impact others. And right now it's virtual, but mm -hmm. I want to be on stage and I want to be that huge influencer where I can influence women to take the steps towards their dreams and give them the roadmap to getting there. So that's my goal that someday I am on stage and I influence you and you start falling because I just did a, a, a stage vision meditation. Um, so that's one of my big goals. And I just, I really, really want to want to impact others in the way that I've been impacted. Oh God, I love it. I love it. It's just like when you say it out loud, that's sounds like, say it out loud. You know, that's going to happen. You put it out there. And that's and when I started bawling. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing all right christine if anybody wants to reach out to you uh get to know you more and get to work with you can you tell us where they can reach you yeah absolutely best place to find me is on instagram so reinvent your hustle mm -hmm. and uh mm -hmm. if you want to check anything out on my site i got lots of blogs there and lots of different resources and tools information about my program reinvent your strategy and that is at www.reinventyourhustle.com perfect Awesome. Hi, right, guys. So uh, thank you so much for being here, Christine. Thanks so much for sharing your story. It can't be easy to say like, yeah, I, got, I didn't get promotions and then I get laid off. <laughs> but here we go. Everything happens for a reason and I'm delighted, you know. I'm sure it was hard, but uh, I'm delighted to have you here. I'm delighted that you chose this path and this path chose you as well. Oh, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Okay, everybody. We'll see you next time. And... Drop your comments. Let us know what you think about the podcast. Okay, bye. Thanks for tuning in, lovies. I love to hear your thoughts and opinions. So drop your comments or give us a shout. I'd like to get to know you more and what help and support do you need most to help you grow your business. I am Maria C. Krause and I help entrepreneurs become more visible by sharing their unique story, inspire, heal, and make a bigger impact. If you'd like to become a guest or a collaborator in any of our platforms or simply want to know about how I can help you take your business to the next level, you can find me on all social media platforms under Maria C. Krause or check out my website for freebies and updates at www.mariacrause.com. Make sure to follow us and share with your best besties to get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to kick ass in life and in business. Love, light, be. Have a wonderful day, whatever in the world you are.
Bye.